This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. In LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on, Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Hey, Dirk in Simi Valley, way to go. We're sending you to Dodger Stadium to see the National League West Division champs, and you've got the tickets. We'll do it every hour, today and tomorrow. Listen to us, listen to Petro some money for your chance to win tickets. So we are giving you another chance to win tickets coming up this hour. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Rodney, a couple of things. First, something we talked about the other day. We all thought this was a pretty good idea. The CIF was going to vote on whether or not they would have girls flag football. Yeah. And yeah. Turn that yeah. Into Tell me sport. about it, Fred. Tell me the good news. Tell me something good. Well, they had the big vote today. Yes. It was 61 to 26 with two abstentions. 61 to 26 with two abstentions. The girls will start playing football next Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It passed, huh? It did pass. I love that. Good on I the CIF. That. Good on everybody that voted yes. It. Good What's on wrong it. With Who's you the twenty-something no? people right. that voted no? Why Who would are you those vote people? No. Why would you vote no? Why would you their, deny the girls a chance? Picture on the front page of the Times. Who votes no on that? Give the girls a chance to play. And somebody voted no. Two people Seriously. said, "I'm not even voting." I'm not, we're Who out. We're not no. even. Voting. But it passed. A resounding victory. Good for the girls. Good for the CIF. Girls start playing high school football, flag football next fall. Great. Other story, Anthony Davis. Dan Wojcik will be on later in the show. Uh, So yesterday, AD was talking about a practice that, unbeknownst to anybody, he'd been playing with an injured wrist since January. January. Now, you, you know that he missed a good number of games because he was hurt. So that means even when he was healthy, he was hurt. But no one knew he had an injured wrist. Now, what did he do about it? Not much. I guess it just miraculously and magically healed on its own. So now he says he wants to play 82 games this year. He's going the distance. Don't take him out. Doesn't need any rest. He didn't say all that. Well, he said, I want to play 82 games. I don't need, he doesn't need load management. He's going the distance. It doesn't need any rest and never take him out of the game. Oh, huh? no, he can play in the game. I'm saying just don't Come have on. him miss games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says he's going to play 82. He wants to play 82. That's good mentality. All right. What's the over under? What's the over under on how many he plays? How many he plays? Yeah. Let's set it at, uh, 
55. <laughs> I'll take that. You take what? The over and under on that? I'm going to go flat. I'll take 55. <laughs> All right. Let's put the over under uh, on how many LeBron plays. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, eight, two, seven, two. I'm going to say over under on LeBron is uh, 68. You can take 68. So 68, yeah. So it means he's, uh, he's going to miss 14 games. Okay, I'm going, uh, I'm taking the over. I think you'll miss more than 14. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And by the way, so the last time LeBron played more than 68 games was 2017. His final year in Cleveland, he played in all 82. Since joining the Lakers, 55, 67, 45, and then last year, 56. Oh. And then for for Anthony, (laughs) yeah. Oh, uh, no, it's a steady I, I decline. Meant, I meant, I meant, I meant, no, 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 no. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What, what was the uh-huh. number? And then Anthony. 68 is the number. Oh, okay, no, let's read. Since based on history, I didn't have those stats in front of me. So All based right. on that history, let's go. Let's put it at 60. 60, okay. okay. 60 Played 56 under. last year. Yeah, 60. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say that means you'll miss 22. Okay. Yep. I'm going to say, and, I'm going to say, uh, I'll take 60. Right on the and then yeah, no. over under is the, is the game. Yeah, right? I'm gonna go under. I'll say 59. Okay. Now what what was the line again for for Anthony Davis there, Fred? 55. 55 for AD. So the last time he played 55 or more was his first year with the Lakers. He played in 62. Uh, 36 games the following year, and then just 40 last year. I'm going under. See, I'm going under. <laughs> okay. And you're going under on, on LeBron too. Yeah. Huh? I'm going okay. under 60 for LeBron. And under 55 for AD. Okay. I'm going the over on LeBron. Okay. And, yeah, I said it. I'm going the over on uh, Anthony Davis, too. I said it. Okay. I, he ain't changed nothing about his workout re- regimen in the offseason. He don't need to, is what he said. I'm doing the same thing I've been doing. Right. It just was freak accidents that I had. Yeah. Kevin, has he ever played 82 games in his career? Not once. Most games Anthony Davis ever played was back-to-back seasons in 2016, 2017. He played in 75 games those years. After, other than those two seasons, he's never played more than 68 in a single season. Okay, I'm confident going under then. And with LeBron, yeah, I say that's a safe bet, Fred. Yeah, and with LeBron, uh, I went under 60 at 59. Dan Wykey will join us here coming up in a bit, and we'll talk more about it. Again, more Dodger tickets to give away now. To provide some spirituality. Let's welcome on Vic the Brick with the Daily Haiku. And Vic, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Fred. President of the Anthony Davis Fan Club. I never said I didn't like AD. Oh, you're ripping him. How am I ripping him? Been Number, ripping, he had a wrist been, injury yeah. last year. Fred, yeah, you've been ripping him, Fred. You've been, you've been, yeah, been, been ripping AD. And listen, he shot 18% from the arc, like 20% less than the year before. His wrist was bothering him, Fred. It's, it's no accident that AD had a horrific year last year. He was hurt. Yeah, but that's so, the point, Vic. I would jump on the AD train. 
I would jump on the train right now, Fred, so you don't have to backtrack later. Well, first of all, you can't jump on the train because you've already jumped on the Russell Westbrook train. I have. It's so, I was you can't, on, I, I, you can't I'm a ride two fan, trains, man. Vic. You I can, I can ride two trains. You gotta I get can off. ride two love trains. Vic, you got to get off one Talk love to train to ride the other one. Rodney, you ride more than one love train. Damn right, Vic. It's doable. Like, we're, we're like the OJs, man. We're like the OJs. Yeah, we are. No, okay. Don't restrict yourself, Fred. All right. I'm good. I got one love train. I'm going to take that one, Vic. Thanks. <laughs> He's already jumping on board. Don't need no ticket. Rodney Pete. BTB. Wait. That's not your job. Did you hear what he just said? Vic, do that again, please. Was that Fred? Yes! <laughs> Fred, what are you doing? Are you jump on the love train, Fred? It's like yeah, it's like he used to do with you. By the way, he hasn't done that very in, in, in a long time where he would th jump in while you're you're letting it marinate. He hasn't done that in a minute. He just did it with me. He thought I was doing something else, but I wasn't, Fred. He didn't let it marinate before I hit you back, Vic, so I need it again. He don't need no ticket. He's on the love train. He gets on board. He is on board, Rodney Pete. VTP! Yeah! My man. Okay, Fred. Fine. You're not going to hit my mistake when, on, the, on the board, Fred? <laughs> yeah, Fred. What are you my gonna, mistake. You're, you're play you, with the board so again, much. Fred? Thank Your you, Your board Fred. player? My mistake. There, thank you, Fred. Plugging in incredible statistics on Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Always stepping up with big-time stats, big-time content. He is big-time. He's Kevin Figgis. Having the time Come on, now. Hey. The hell, Fred? VTB. <laughs> Audio ecstasy. Todos los dias. Todos los noches. The maestro, Ronnie Facio. He's on the love train, y'all. <laughs> BTB. Fred. Me no, too, really? Please. Fred, <laughs> He's please. the conductor. <laughs> King Flavor now. Please, Jeez, Fred. God, What's wrong please. with you, Fred? That was, that was so kind of bad. <laughs> I'm going to go check your coffee cup. <laughs> My yeah. mistake. Fred's not on the train. Fred's the one of us who's not on the train. Oh, Rodney, Ronnie, God. me, Vic. Yeah. Curtis Mayfield of the Impressions, and not Fred Rogan. <laughs> and the Godfather of Soul, James Brown. He ain't on the train. Fred, Fred is definitely ain't on the train. <laughs> Fred, you need a ticket to get yeah, on board. You do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's right. Let him know, Vic. Let him know, Vic. <laughs> need a ticket to get on board. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Vic, the brick. Listen, first off, we're going to send our prayers and our love to Florida and all the victims of Hurricane Ian. It's a horrific, devastating storm of winds over 150 miles per hour. Our love and our prayers to those people. This is a horrific storm. Yeah, I'm watching the coverage, actually. And they're worried it's going to 
it's bad, and they're worried it's going to get worse again tomorrow. Oh, man. Just an incredible uh, devastation. And, fellas, the music world suffered a great loss yesterday. Coolio passed much too young at the age of 59, a giant of West Coast hip-hop. The 90s was Coolio. So many hits. Ronnie, hit me. Straight out of Compton, who won Grammys, Gangsta Paradise, will resonate, I mean, forever. What an incredible horse. Amazing tune. And such a sweet guy. Yeah, I had the pleasure dude. of meeting Coolio. Good dude. We shared the backcourt. We were playing hoops during what? Magic Johnson Midsummer Nights. During a Midsummer Night Magic <laughs> Classic game. I was in the backcourt with Fred, Coolio. Fred, you're not buying that? Fred, why are you shaking your head? Vic took Vic Coolio. Vic can run point. Vic, Vic was running the backcourt no, with Coolio. No, Vic took Coolio to the hole. Not at all. <laughs> it was Coolio and myself in the backcourt. We were in Anaheim because there was a, a labor uh, problem at Staples at the time. So they had to move the game to uh, Anaheim. For the Magic Midsummer Nights uh, Festival that he used to do. Those were great, Vic. Remember those? Well, epic events. Yeah. Events. I mean, all yeah. week, Magic was, all you know, partying yeah. with the city. Uh, all week, you know, Rodney, you were right there in the thick of it. Yeah, they were fantastic. And the games were just so freaky good. Because they they had these celebrities versus, you know, the pros. Yep. And, they, you know, they combined the forces, of course. So I, I had the pleasure of being invited to play by Irv. And I got hooked up with Coolio in the backcourt. So we're bringing it up against Bev, Bell, Biv, and Defoe. They were defending. What do you mean who, Fred? You don't know Bell, Biv, Defoe? What's wrong with you? BBD. So they're defending, okay? And they're playing some really airtight defense. And Coolio and myself are having some problems bringing it up. I said, Coolio, you got to, got to pass it out of those wacky pressure so coolio just smiled at me started breaking bb and b down i think he also broke down bobby brown I and mean, he was breaking everyone down <laughs> coolio got the message started started doing his thing and broke the pressure down and coolio just smiled at me and i smiled back at coolio and what a prince of a man what a prince of a man, Coolio. <laughs> Breaking ankles. Breaking ankles, rest in paradise, rest in power, Coolio. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you, Coolio. Dodgers! 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 Are you guys... Listen, I love the fact that we're going... To be in the moment today with your record-setting yes. Dodgers. I mean, this is the yes. time when we can't talk playoffs because we're not in the playoffs at Correct, this point. Vic. Correct, Vic. That's, that's the whole thing. Nobody wants to jump to October 11th. No. Let's, let's stay present. And in the moment, you've got to relish 
the 107 because it's so it's so rare, so difficult to journey, and such a grind of palooza to get to. But again, as you listening to David Vasse in the post game, he had Freddie Freeman on. Of course, knocked in Mookie for the only run last night. What else is new? Freddie just gave all the love to the pitching. He says, yeah, it's pretty cool to get to 107, set the all-time Dodger franchise victory mark, but it's the pitching that allows us to keep grinding to get a run against a very tough San Diego staff and just gave pure, pure love and respect to the pitching staff because the pitching has been so off the hook and so magnificent, so magnifico. Can we say Tommy Canely is going to be a pivotal member of our bullpen? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, man, Canely, oh, boy. Yes. Can't give it up for Canely, man. Yeah, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Canely's in the mix, Vic, without a doubt. I like, his, I like his fire and his attitude, too, Vic. He comes with a little attitude to him, Vic. That's what I'm talking about. Dodgers. He got a lot to prove. He, you know, had the, the surgery. Came back. I mean, Tommy Canely was really not even looming in the back of Dodger fans' minds. I know the Dodger management had him in the back of their minds. Sensei, Lama, teacher, Dave Roberts had him in the back of his mind. But to see him perform like this, it, it, it's, it really is so, so wonderful. And give it up for Almonte last night, scoreless uh -huh. inning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Almonte. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Listen, Blake Trident is a severe question mark. We know that. And we love, you know, he's only pitched, what, I think five appearances this year for Trident the entire season. So Blake is a serious question mark. We can't count on Trident for postseason. It's just not happening at this point. Maybe, maybe we'll get a, you know, a really incredible, you know, health vibe and the baseball gods are smiling on Blake Trinan and he's ready for the playoffs but that's, that's a tough stretch yeah a yeah. really good sign though the Catman, Tony Gonsolin is going to pitch next week at the stadium against Colorado a, a couple of innings so that is tremendous news did you see the Catman again because he was a, you know obviously had you know a lot of issues because that starting rotation for the playoffs, Julio will start game one. Cy Young Award winner. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting the vibe out there. All right. Even though I know Alcantara, everyone's going to love for Sandy Alcantara. Who cares? Why? why I mean, who cares he has five complete games? Is that really a statistic people care about anymore? Why, no. Why are you dogging Alcantara? I care about winning. I care about Julio keeping us in every game in the last two years. That's what I care about. And I don't think you have to take it out on Alcantara. I'm taking it out on Alcantara. Oh, everyone looks like it's, like it's Alcantara Cy Young to lose. No. It's Julio Urias' Cy Young. Every game he pitches has been magnificent. In high urgency situations. Who cares what, the, what Miami does? I don't think Don Mattingly cared what Miami did for the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, he resigned. He's done after this year. He's, he, do, he doesn't care. It's meaningless what Miami does. But every game, 
that Julio pitched was pressure, meaningful, and it just seemed every game, six innings, one run, six innings, no runs, six innings, two hits, six strikeouts, no walk. I mean, you know, high traffic situations, Julio pitches out of it. It's just an incredible performance for two years. I believe the Cy Young is none other than Julio Rich. None other. None other. And Rodney, I know you're putting it out there in the universe as well. You're damn Fred, right. I, I want am. you to put it out there as well. Enough with the Alcantara. Yeah, Fred. I didn't bring it up. What are you yelling at me for? I didn't even bring it up. I've heard you bring up uh, Alcantara's name. Like, uh, he's in, like, I know he's in the conversation. So what? There's got to be conversation. There's got to be one winner, and that's Julio Urias. Vic, are you medicated? I never brought up Alcantara. Well, I am medicated, but I, I thought I heard you. I know. I never said it. You sure, Fred? I don't know. Let's go to the tape, Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie, don't hit him again. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm crying because we got Mookie. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Vic. Oh, I have a riddle for you guys. I have a Dodger riddle. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Know your squad. Different flavor. This was a question. Planting a seed was David Vassay. Who is starting for the Dodgers tonight in San Diego at 640 on AM 570 LA Sports? Hanser Alberto. Incorrect. Rodney? David Price. Oh, yes, that's what I was going to say. Incorrect. Oh, no. No, senor! Sure. Okay, Fig, would you like to uh, inject? Uh, Ryan Pepio. How about new? No Pepio. <laughs> no Pepio. Who is it? Ronnie? Oh, Bobby oh. Miller. Bobby, oh, good call. Bobby Miller. Where's Bobby Miller? He disappeared. City, yeah. But no. And it is no good. David Vassay gave you the projection last night. The bazooka. Oh. Is he start starting tonight. Oh, is yes. Oh, yes. Is that tremendous? Rustar Gratterall getting the start. Getting a nod on the hill. Okay. Followed by Andrew Heaney. Okay. Is that cool? So he's, they, so he's opening night. for Heaney? Yes. Is that what we're doing? Opening for Heaney. How many innings? Well, maybe a couple. One time through the lineup. Him. How about that? Give me one time through the lineup. You know what? That now they're trying to figure out if they want to do this for the players. Right, for real. They're yeah, gonna, yeah. The play, the postseason. I can't think of a better guy to get him started. Oh, I can't either. Well, listen. This he and Manny Machado gonna get into it. Let's go. What's happening tonight is, as David Vasse astutely pointed out, this could be a philosophy that we could be seeing for the playoffs, where the Dodger depth of pitching is so incredible that they may do a committee game during the playoffs, and yeah, you may move. see. Yes. Bazooka start a game. You may see Chris Martin start a game. Followed by a Heaney. Maybe followed by a Gonsolin. That could be a harbinger of hardball things to come. So tonight, we could be seeing a, a projection of the playoffs. A projection <clears throat> of the playoffs. It's according to David Vassay, I thought it was a very astute and he has many astute observations, very acute observations by David Vassay. He's astute and acute. That's what he is. Oh, yes! Of course, Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck 
tonight, 5.30 with Tim Cates. But to see Bruce Starr on the mound to start a game, that's pretty cool. Like that. The Dodger pitching staff, deeper than the Marianas Trench. Uh -huh. Micronesia, your hop a day tomorrow. sports fans, hop a day. Hop a day. Dodgers. And of course, Marianas all these. Marianas Trench. Oh, yes. Let it lead back to the haiku. Yes. As we celebrate Hispanic yes. Heritage Month all month long. What a beautiful month. Yeah. Now, we had a little ugly moment yesterday with this haiku and Fred Rogan. You know that, Vic. So he's got to, you know, take oh, some up. time this time, Fred, and just let's, let it sit with you a little bit. Oh, that's right. Yesterday was the... Before uh, you jump in and just hate it. Walk a thousand steps. You you agreed with me yesterday. I did not. Yeah, you did. I did not. Yeah, you did. Adam Adam Oslin agreed with you. I did not oh, agree Adam with did, you. Yeah. Fred, you are definitely I listening to a line. different drum. Fred yeah. is listening to a different drum. Yes, he is. Go ahead and beat today's, Vic. And it's not a taiko drum. No, it's not. It's Hispanic Heritage Month we celebrate. And rub yourself and beat the drum. And what are we doing, Fred? My mistake. <laughs> this is a traditional Mexican proverb. It's haiku for you on this Thursday, September the 29th. Who's it from? A traditional Mexican proverb, Fred. <laughs> A fuerza, a fuerza, ni los zapatos entron. You can't force your shoes to fit. You can't force your way into anything. I'm feeling you. A fuerza, ni los zapatos entron. You want to hear los zapatos? Yeah, okay. You want to hear a story about a guy's shoes that didn't fit? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there was a guy that worked at Channel 2 years ago. I don't know if you remember him. Michael Tuck. Anybody remember Michael Tuck? Of course, Michael Tuck. Michael a renowned Tuck. Uh, lead anchor. No. Okay. All right. He, he was an anchor. I remember Michael Tuck. He came here from San Diego. Apparently, Michael Tuck got some shoes. And he really liked the shoes. And he put them on. And they were like a size too small. But he said, I don't care if they're too small because I like these shoes. And I'm going to wear these shoes. And Michael Tuck wore those shoes. And because he wore the shoes that were a size too small, he actually had to have surgery on both of his feet to correct the damage that was done. Hey, hey yikes! That's horrific. He should have heard, the old, he should have heard no. that old Mexican proverb, Vic. That he wouldn't have done it. Don't force That's a horrible story. Shoe. Never wear tight shoes. Who would do that? Do it. Who would do that? Why would you wear shoes? Man, I love those shoes. Yeah, they're too small. I'm going to wear them anywhere. Mm -mm. He couldn't have taken them back for like a bigger size. I don't I he bought them. He bought the shoes. They only come in one yeah, size. Yeah, but if he, like Ronnie said, he bought them. Why couldn't he take them back? I Maybe mean, they didn't have them the other side. If I bought some shoes and I brought them home and they didn't fit me too well, I would certainly try to First take them all, back and get a bigger size. Them, you don't bring them on home. You exactly. Try you got to try them on leave. there at the store, Fred. Right. Well, what do you? Yes, you do, Ronnie, but I didn't buy them. You should have told them. I always buy them two inches too long. Two inches too long. Huh? Yeah, I try because I, I like a lot of comfort. I like a lot of space in my shoe. Because you have too much salt in your diet, Fred. Is that what it is? I think so. Is that why my ankles uh, are exploding? Mm, a little bit. Okay, thanks. Your ankles get bigger and bigger every week. It really is amazing watching the challenge, Fred. It's I, uh, it's, uh, it's puzzling. <laughs> <laughs>
it's, it's amazing. Are you okay? You know, see a doctor? <laughs> yeah, you and Petro's feet sticking out there. Just, uh, just, uh, Petro's, his ankles look bigger and bigger every week. It was horrible. Petro's got a text from somebody and, and thought that either I had gout or they said, and it's horrible. Does he have a club foot? I went, my God, Petro. <laughs> Or maybe your laces are just too tight, Fred. It's cutting off the circulation of your feet. the angle of the camera, Ronnie. And the angle of the camera. I actually showed oh, okay. Petros my ankle to prove it was okay, but then we couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, those wacky camera angles. Yeah. You know, it's like my uh, my ankles attached directly now to my calf. My foot. I don't know what happened. But how I come, shuffle when what? I walk. But, but Fred, how come, like, your, your ankles are the only ones that look like that? Everybody else's ankles look normal. It's all lighting. <laughs> it's that camera angle. It's all lighting. I've got to drain my it's ankles. It's shoes. They're too small. No, they're not too small. They're too big. <laughs> Michael Tuck gave you his shoes. That's right. And they were really nice. I didn't want to take them off. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Opening weekend of the Autumn Racing Meet at Santa Anita Park kicks off tomorrow. Santa Anita Park has given you a chance to win four VIP tickets to Santa Anita's Oktoberfest trackside and a VIP tour and a $100 betting voucher. Go to am570lasports.com, the keyword, Oktoberfest to enter. We still have Dodger tickets to give away. We will give them away before we get off the air at 2. And according to Vic and Rodney, everybody on board the love train for Anthony Davis. That's next. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Need your partner, Big Boy! Big Boy's Neighborhood, Real 92.3, and you're listening to a Hall of Famer, host, philanthropist. This is my big homie man, Rodney Pete, and the man who thinks that Post Malone is a reference to an NBA era after the mailman retired, Fred Rogan. That's right. Throwback Thursday, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. Stepping all in it today, Fred. Like every day? Yeah. Like every day. Today more than usual. All right, let's bring on our man from the LA Times, Dan Wojcicki, our NBA insider. Dan, good afternoon to you. Guys, I am so happy to rock steady with both of you. I'm very excited. <laughs> hey, Dan, Anthony Davis said yesterday, uh, here's what you didn't know. You didn't know that my wrist was hurt in January. And didn't. I, di- didn't know that. We didn't know. We knew he was didn't hurt, know. then he came back, but then he came back and he was hurt. But nobody knew that, and that's why he wasn't shooting well. Uh, well where Where is AD now that he says he wants to play 82 games this year? He's rock steady, Fred. Um, no, he is. He is. Uh, I mean, he's committed to it, right? He, that's what he's saying, at least. You know, I think. And, and the secondary part of it is like, you know, eighty-two, or if like, you know, we need to, if it's like a sit me out for a for rest situation, right? Like that's the the caveat. But he just doesn't want to be hurt. And I mean, I think 
that should be the approach, right? Like, it's a really important thing for this Lakers team that he's on the court. It doesn't have to be 82 games. Um, it doesn't have to be 80 games. But it probably needs to be more than 70. Um, that's kind of, you know, that seems like a magic number for me. You know what I mean? It, it's just like, can you consistently count on Anthony Davis to impact games offensively and defensively, you know, every month of the season? And... um for the most part, you know, well, since his first year here, that that's not been the case. And whether that's his fault in terms of getting in shape and some of that stuff, like, or, you know, is it bad luck or whatever, or just sort of, you know, the genetics of the situation and being a little injury prone, it's probably a combination of all three. Um, so I think he, he says he feels good. He says the wrist feels good. He says he's shooting it well. I've heard he shot it pretty well. Um, but, you know, we'll see, right? Like, I mean, I think... I think that's one of the, the challenges. If things are going really well with this Lakers team, um, you know, yeah, he'll still shoot some jump shots, but he'll get, he'll get some stuff at the rim too. And, and I think that'll be a key to kind of really get him going is, is you know, playing him maybe a little more inside out than outside in. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, nobody argues that when he's on the court, he's as good as it gets and is, you know, a, a big-time player, but it's just keeping him on the court. Dan, it feels like this. This is um, I don't know other way to put it. It's it's like it's either going to be something that shocks the world and is going to be really incredible. These guys playing together, or this is going to yeah. be a disaster. Yeah, it doesn't. It's hard to imagine them as being like just sort of like so so, right? Right. Uh, right. And I think look, they very well <clears throat> man up with a so so record, but it will look that way on a nightly basis. Right, like there will be the nights where you look at them and you're like, "Oh my god," like juggernaut. And then there can be nights where you look at them and they're just like, "Have these guys ever played basketball together before?" Right? Like I think they are. Um, what would they say? The what would the uh, the analytics folks say? They're very high variance. I think um, you know it seems like at least right now, but uh, you know it's what are we at? We're at the third day of training camp. I mean, they're off today. They'll practice tomorrow. They'll have their the Fourth, I think you know they did two a day yesterday. Of the fourth practice tomorrow, um, we'll finally get to see them Monday night. And, and look, they they played awful basketball last preseason. The preseason doesn't matter, right? Like it doesn't matter. But they played awful basketball last preseason. Um, yeah. I, I'm curious just to see if it looks a little different. Uh, so yesterday we were sitting here trying to figure out the West, and uh, I had Golden State winning it. I had the Lakers six. Well, I had the Lakers seventh, maybe as high yeah. as sixth. All right, as you analyze the West, I had the Clippers sure. here, by the way. As you analyze the West, what do yeah. you see? I mean, everybody I talk to, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cap out on this. Everybody I talk to, Fred, has this, like, kind of the Lakers sort of penciled in that, like, you know, and, like, either maybe the sixth seed or in the play-in mix. Now, that's sort of with kind of the assumption that the Russell Westbrook situation will be unsettled. Um, they won't be able to integrate him. And, you know, that's just going to be kind of where they're at. I mean, I, you know, the opinions, like I said, on this team are, are, are pretty wide. I, I do think that um, there are some things to really like. I mean, I think if you do get a healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis, like it's hard for me to imagine them being in the play-in. Like I think that team will figure out a way to be in the top six. Um, but, you know, you do look at the Western Conference, and I think, like you said, you have the Clippers third. The Warriors are the Warriors, right? Like, Clay Thompson should be back, um, should be even more back than he was a year ago. 
I, I think James Wiseman and Jonathan Kaminga <clears throat> and Moses Moody are young players that can matter for them too. Uh, like, and, and really, I mean, Gary Payton's a good player and that they'll, they'll miss him, but I, I think they can get by without him. Um, I really like Golden State. Um, you know, Phoenix seems like, you know, they've got a lot kind of on their plate right now. Uh, the DeAndre Ayton stuff is, is pretty wild. Obviously the ownership situation is very unsettled. Um, a lot of headaches over there, but like, that's still a really talented team. Denver getting healthier. Um, you know, we'll see where Memphis is at once Jaron Jackson gets back. But Memphis looked like a team that was like really ready to be on the cusp. Minnesota is built to compete right now. Um, Portland should be better. Um, Dallas, you know, and Luka Doncic. Like, I mean, it's a pretty at the top. Like a lot of those teams, you could talk me, you know, talk me into any of those teams being in the top four. And I'm not so sure that the arguments for the Lakers are as good. I just think that, you know, I mean. I guess maybe the ultimate argument, right? Like you said, is that, and that's been, been true for three years, and we'll see if it's still true this year. So if you got LeBron and Anthony Davis, and they're both on the court, and they're both healthy, um, more nights than not, you'll have the two best players on the floor. And that wins you a lot of games. Dan, yeah, I uh, talked about, uh, you know, this whole thing about starting and then finishing the game. Even Darvin Ham said, yeah. uh, you know, it's about um, – you know, it's about finishing more so than it is about starting the game. As you envision this, and there were a couple of times where Russell Westbrook did not finish the games. Yeah, right? hey, tell that to the players, though, Rodney, right? It's both. It is both. It's, it is both. Starting's more ego, and it starting's more ego than, sure. than it is yeah. than it is, you know, anything else. Um, but what? How do you see this? Uh, you know, working out with him, Russell Westbrook, and Pat Beverly, and in the games and all that. It's a good question, right? I mean, I think if if the Lakers decide that, you know, they cannot play Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly or Russell Westbrook and Dennis Schroeder or Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder all together at the same time, there will be nights where they will make decisions. And those decisions will probably at some point will invariably upset Russell Westbrook, right? Like in a way, like because he's a crazy competitive guy. This is why, um, you know, in part, um, why he's been as wildly successful, um, you know, by any real measure as anybody, <clears throat> you know, in this game. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think if you were going to say like, Hey, we need to get a stop, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know that of those three point guards, like he's probably from defensive reputation, like he's probably third, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the question is, is like, do you make that decision? Like, and I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, we'll see. He said everything right so far about playing defense and buying in on that side of the court. But I mean, it, it sort of, I think, you, you know, you kind of, I mean, it really is only so much of it is effort. Like a lot of defense is instinct. A lot of it is, is sort of just reaction and, and, and processing and, and on that side of the ball. And, you know, I mean, it's not like, not like Jeremy Green's a great defender because he tries the hardest, right? Like part of it is is certainly smarts and versatility and things like that. So um, I'm curious to see if they can kind of get that out of Russ. It's just it's just never really been who he's had to be in the NBA, and so it, it is a big ask, to, you know. But I think like they're not asking him to be Tony Allen. I think they just want him to be pretty locked into what they're doing and, and maybe trust their scheme and stuff like that. But you know, you, you make a good point, right? I mean, this is, like, there are going to be unpopular decisions. I think the, the thing that 
I've I've noticed, right, and and this isn't shocking, is that if you if you make these unpopular decisions and they work out and you win, you you can survive them as a team. You know, yeah, I just think by and large, like you can get away with it if you win. If you start losing, and you are you know a losing team or a five hundred team, and, you're, and things aren't going great. That's when that stuff starts to fester, and I think we saw that last year. I mean, this was a Lakers team. Like, I mean, part of the part of the reason why I think there was some 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 awkwardness and stuff like that is like because guys thought they could do it better, you know, a different way because the way that the Lakers were doing it wasn't working. Dan, thanks for jumping on. Appreciate the info as always. All right, guys, be good. All right, you too. There goes our buddy, Dan Wojcicki. Winning Dodger tickets, 866-987-2570. We've got two of them. Got a pair. Want you to have them. Rodney, we'll call our number. Number six. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Logan and Rodney. Rodney Pete, an athlete. Rodney Pete, a father. Rodney Pete, an LA icon. Rodney Pete, and this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM570 LA Sports. Oscar in San Pedro, way to go. Yeah. You have won a pair of tickets to see the Dodgers. And don't forget, we'll be giving tickets away each and every hour. Petros and Money continue today. Would Rodney and I get on the air tomorrow? Three hours for us. Tickets every single hour to give you a chance to see the Dodgers out at the stadium. Rodney, thank you. Kevin, great job. Rodney, back tomorrow to wrap it up. Yes, sir. Blind to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson, court cases keep them guessing. Flea bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the bin. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to take a head, so I fight with my pen. Late night, down sunset, like in the scene. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.